Blog Talk Radio. Is he a blood? Is he a crip? Is he that? Is he this? Did he do it? You know. Look, if I shoot you, I'm brainless. Different toilet, same shit. And I'm sick of explaining this. I'm waiting on the rain, man. My nigga is a plaintiff. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. Fucked up, ain't it? I should have known better, and I plan to. But dog, they be taking me out of my zone like a nigga with a handle. I sat back and watched it. Put the gas back in the closet. I try to tie my hands like an Iraqi hostage. That niggas take shots at me. No response. I just flipped and pop my collar like the bonds. You give a nigga a footy, take you one step beyond. They try to play you twice, the third time is the charm. You want to conversate with the writer of the Quran? Uh-oh, test the men, don't test the men. I know what y'all thinking, dick. Pause. Your future's my past. I've been here before. I know when you're scheming. I feel when you plot. And I got mental vision, intuition. I know where you're going. I read your mind's navigational system. Everybody whispering. Whispering. Streets is talking. Niggas is gossiping. Bitches calling your shit. What's the cause of it? I need to know. With a bodyguard, that means police is watching. And I only use his weight to keep my clock in. But when shit goes down, you know who's doing the popping. And if you don't know, guess who's doing the dropping? S dot again. Y'all got him in a bad mood. Bad mood. That's bad news. How many times have I got to prove? How many loved ones have you got to lose? Before you realize that it's probably true. Whatever Jigger say, Jigger probably do. Shit, I paid my dues. I made the news. I came in the door for Dolo Blaze the cruise, and the streets say Jigger can't go back home. You know when I heard that? When I was back home. I'm comfortable, dog. Brooklyn to Rome, or any Martin Luther. Don't part with your future. Don't ever question if I got the heart to shoot ya. The answer is simply too dark for the user. And as a snot nose, they said that he got flows. But will he be able to drop those before the cops close in? But the shots froze him, and he's dead and gone from what the block has spoken. My God, everybody's stressing. Who's his baby's mom? Who we got pregnant? Let me tell you. Uh, when the streets is talking, niggas is gossiping. Bitches all in your shit. What's the cause of it? I need to know. When the streets is talking, niggas is gossiping. Bitches all in your shit. What's the cause of it? I need to know. murder in the hall, if you must know. I lost my pops when I was 11, 12 years old. He's probably somewhere where the liquor's taking its toll. But I ain't mad at you, Dad. Holla at your land. I grew up watching snowflakes, the niggas that was pro-base. The stress to take a young nigga, give him an old face. All I did was smoke joke, think and drink. Cop came and complained. Front row watch game. I seen niggas before me with a chance to write their own script. Slip up and change the story. I seen young niggas go out in a blaze of glory. Before reaching puberty, scared a nigga truthfully. I took trips with so much shit in the wick that if the cops pulled us over, the dog would get sick. Sniff, smell me, nigga. The real me, nigga. Mighty Saromas, holla if you feel me, nigga. The streets is not only watching, but they talking now. Shit, they got me circling the block before I'm parking now. Don't get it twisted. I ain't bitching. I'm just cautious now. Sub, under the parker, extra cautious now. Hit a sip, see, up, you fell out of your dent. I get word through the street like Bellanic Express. I feel a vibe and I hear the rumor. But fuck it, I'm still alive and I'm still in June. I know, staff for law, niggas wanna press me. 
put my back to the wall For pressure buck pipes, I know I spat at y'all To know who's to love me, you see me, can't be me, haters Fuck you, I got guns like Neo and Matrix Cross the family, think Max, sweet like Cairo A soft like Play-Doh, get knocked off like Fredo Go to y'all, they find me with a
when I heard Jimmy Butler explain why he did what he did, I hope he don't get I hope he gets a chance to not wear a name on the back of his jersey. I'm rooting for him in that cause. Um so so I agree with Jimmy Butler. Um, from from his point of view and his take on it, because we all got our own point of view and our own take on how we view social justice and how we feel like we can make an impact on it. And you know, I, I feel like his cause and his way is 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 good to me in my eyes. You know, any any cause of trying to change social injustice and to bring impact and enlightenment on it, I'm for it. Um, Greg Popovich not standing. I'm I'm I. I'm for I'm for Greg Popovich, um, but I I, I, I do want to look more into uh, you know you know what is leaning towards. I heard a little bit about it. I haven't really got a chance to sit in and take Greg Popovich take in all the way. Um, I just heard other people's point of view of what he said. I didn't yet to hear him give give a reason why yet. I will look into that research on that. So I don't want to comment too much about it. But Greg Popovich for the BLM. Um, and then Jonathan Isaac, uh, you know, after after what he did, what he did, you know, I, I just thought, like, you know, being, being you know, young and, and who you are and you're really nobody. Like, take a knee, man. Like, everybody else is taking knees. You got the top players, the top five players in the game, man, you know, Uh you ain't really, you ain't really, your name don't even ring no bells and make no impact. Like, you, man, kneel down, put the shirt on, man. Like, you you tripping, man. Like, you know, I agree to disagree with Jonathan Isaac, man. I, I think he should have knelt with the rest of everyone else and continue the uh, strong movement that we got. And not bring, you know, just all the, all the issues, you know, all the media towards him and why he didn't and why this and why that. Like, you know, nah, man, just keep going with the cause and let's keep this moving. And that's my take on that. OG the Buck. Very interesting to hear your takes on Jimmy Buckets and Jonathan Isaac. Jimmy Buckets. You know, it's amazing that uh, Jimmy Buckets said he was going to do that. Jimmy Buckley said he's gonna do that during the uh during the, the the pandemic. That he was gonna wear a shirt with no name on it because, you know, how he felt like, you know, I'm driving my car, I'm out here on the street, you know, I'm a regular black man. So my thing is, if I knew he was gonna wear a jersey with no name, we talked about it on the show a couple of times, then how didn't the NBA know it? And why did he get the memo before he went out there with the shirt on? I would would have been no name. I just ain't got that part of it. You know what I'm saying? But he made sense for about uh, 10 seconds, and they told his ass, go put his jersey on. So if that was what he was yearning for, you know what I mean, the attention, you know, to be brought to him, he got it. You know, um, I'm sure, I don't know for sure, but I'm sure, I don't know for sure, I'm sure. I'm hoping that he's a part of the BLM movement, which I know he is, though. He just trying to do that to signal his, uh, you know, another way of him expressing his thoughts on it. So it did work out for him, got it put the butler on, but he did get his uh, five, six seconds. 
Popovich. Uh, do I expect that from Popovich? Yeah, I expected it from him. You know, Popovich is one of them old white guys, man. You know what I'm saying? He, I guess he felt like he really didn't have a choice on this trip because it was kind of strong with what happened with George Floyd. Like, man, we saw for our own eyes. So I can't, I can't be so reserved like I've been in the past. Him not taking a knee. I, you know, I didn't honestly, but until you said it, I didn't know he did. I thought everybody said to me, but this clown, Jonathan Isaac. So with Popovich not doing it, I'm kind of like, solid. I got to do a little more research on him, man. So what I say is maybe, you know, maybe, you know, pop off 70, man. Maybe he couldn't get out of that with them bad knees or whatever, man. Huh? Yeah, I don't know, man, but I, I don't hold him. Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't, I ain't gonna say I'm upset with him because I kind of expected it from an old white folks, man. You know, a lot of them feel the same way Popovich feel, but they hide. Popovich out on the front line with it, and he kind of let you know I ain't taking no more. Now to this clown Jonathan Isaac, man, I just think this, this, I just think this guy, man, is a for real man, is a sucker, man. You know, yearning for attention, man. You cannot be a young black male in today's society and not behind this movement, man. Whether it's whether you got ill will for the story or whatever, but for you yeah, not to man. take a knee, for you not to even take a put a t-shirt on, man, that's some sucker shit, man. And, and, and let me tell you something, man. One thing I don't, I don't, I don't hope for an athlete is injury, especially ACL, MCL. Those are them, them. Those are some tough ones. Them, them, them year, you out for a year with those injuries. But maybe it was karma. Maybe it was karma, fellas. Six men. The good. He talking about the good Lord. He, he's a guy. He's a he's a preacher. He's a minister. He's a preacher. He's a minister, man. He you know he he won't let Jesus take care of him, man. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the doctor take care. Boy, the gospel can't take care of no BLM. You better be out there on that front line, man, and represent your people. That could be your son, your nephew out there with a knee in his neck. Get yourself together, yeah, J.I. Hey, man. That was one of the ancestors. You see, them driving to the whole, you see them driving to the whole OG? That was one of the ancestors came through and said, wow. Fuck this whole random The up. sniper got it. The sniper. The yeah, sniper. The That's what we say in the street. The old sniper got you. <laughs> yeah, the old sniper. The old sniper got him. But I, I'm going to say this because I know we're up against the break. Jimmy B, Pat Riley, they all knew. And I and I like the Miami Heat standing by Jimmy B. But Jimmy B, you signed off in the players' CBA on this. You signed off on it. They gave you a choice. You think that they were going to go against what they said, and then you was going to go against. They had 20, 23 messages you could have used. And they wanted to show you as well, we were with the movement, but we're not against individuality on the movement. But you got it. Like you said, OG, but you got your 15 second of fame. Now, Jonathan Isaac, old reverend. Whew. 
Jonathan said it doesn't go hand in hand with supporting black lives. He said, I'm just giving you little bits. I'm not giving you verbatim world. I'm just giving you snippets of what he said. Life been supported by his life been supported by gospel, Jesus Christ, and everyone is made in the image of God and God that we all forge through God's glory. You remember the movie Lottery Ticket, right? I remember Mike Epson, he was the preacher, and he said, God, God wants me to have this wife. <laughs> well, old Reverend Isaac, I think God wanted you to sit down and open your eyes for a year and see what your skin color has been going through, going through for hundreds and hundreds of years, and it has nothing to do with God. <laughs> Street. When we come back, we gonna stick with the NBA. Ooh, we are you? Are the Lakers in trouble? Are you concerned? Is it a bigger deal? Bucks win, and it's gonna be Bucks loss. Rockets win. You rocking with the streets? 12 p.m. Eastern time. Give us a call. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. It's been too hard to live it, but I'm afraid to die. I don't know what's up there. Beyond the sky It's been a long A long time coming But I know A change gonna come Oh yes it will I go to the movie And I go downtown Somebody keep telling me don't hang around. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes it will. Then I go to my brother. Help me please But he winds up Knocking me Back down on my knees Oh There have been times that I thought I couldn't last for long But I know change 
The streets is talking sports talk show. With a twist of hip hop. From a street perspective, we come to you every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern time. Give us a call, 515-605-9370. I'm your host, L Boogie. We got Styles the Guy, I-C-E, T-Row, and my guy, my best friend, the engineer, bringing you the funk, OG the Buck. A lot of NBA this weekend, but one primetime game that came on Saturday night, and it was the defending champions, Toronto Raptors, and Los Angeles Lakers. And I'm going to go to you first because you're a Laker fan, and I want to ask you, yes, they beat the Clippers, by the skin of their chinny-chin-chin, then they come back against the defending champs and didn't score over 100 points. Are any concerns about the Lakers? No, I don't have no concerns. I don't have any concerns because it was the two superstars that was off. Everybody else, did they carried. They did they, they did their thing. And to do it against the Toronto Raptors who know what they're doing, who have team chemistry, who play together, and they just playing great basketball. And for everyone but LeBron and Anthony Davis to play decent, I'm going to ex Danny Green out of there because Danny Green's just a bum now. I think he's just old, wise. He's just a bum. He, I think Jr. should take his minutes and Deion Waiters, they should – take Danny Green minutes. He needs to go to the bench reserve and be a bottom of the barrel player now because he's kind of like he's screwing everything up. Danny Green is the reason why our first team ain't moving. Caldwell Pope is the reason why they're not moving. Them guys just not hitting open shots at all. But everyone else besides Danny Green and Caldwell Pope is playing great basketball for the Lakers, and that's what I'm seeing. Uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the playoffs, they ain't going to have no games looking like that. So I ain't worried not one bit. That's my take. Let me ask you this, too, real quick, Styles the Guy. Last night, primetime game, was it a bigger deal that the Bucks lost or Rockets win? Uh, it was a bigger deal that the Rockets won because they don't want to be in the position that they're in right now. They're trying to get better seeding, uh, home court in the first round. Um, so yeah, the, with the with the Bucks losing, that wasn't nothing. The Bucks already got the East sold up for first place. I don't know if the Bucks are gonna win um, because Giannis. He, he man, that wall go up, man. That, that guy, he don't make good decisions. You know, he didn't make good decisions in that game. I didn't think he still had great numbers, great numbers. The, the kid's gonna do what he do, but if he gets him, he get a team that's smart, throw that wall up, he gonna run into a lot of problems, man. A lot of problems, and that's my take on those guys. OG the Buck, any Lakers concern? Bigger deal, Bucks lost. <laughs> Or Rockets bigger Any Lakers concern. Yeah. Any Lakers concern. Here's what we thought they were. <laughs> it's a third game in preseason. Like this. We played them the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are what we thought they were. The Lakers. That's why we took the damn field. Yeah. If you want to crown them, then crown your ass. 
But they are who we thought they were. And we let them out. Man, just don't stand a chance. Straight. You saw the real Lakers last night. Just like you saw the first game when they played the Clippers, and they barely won. Watch your mouth. Minus Montreal Harrell. Minus Lou Williams. And they barely won. Watch your now mouth. Now they played the hot Toronto team. Toronto got to be the hottest team in the NBA right now. And it shows. Man, the Lakers will not win the ship this year. I keep telling you guys. You want to crown them down? Tell them, Andy Green. Crown them. They are who we thought they were. They will right. not win the ship. The Clippers coming out the way. Remember, I told you that I've been saying it. Every day they're going to throw on 35 every night. You see LeBron out there struggling. Who else you got? Kuzma? Excellent. Kuzma, he has 16. Waiters had 12. This is and, gonna, and, and, and this is the guy you're going to have to count on. Because Anthony Davis ain't giving you 32 like he did with the Clippers. LeBron gave you, what, 14, 16 that game. LeBron trying to facilitate the niggas only, man. They own it. They own his heels, bro. The, the Clippers, man, they, 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 they going to be about the Clippers, man. Uh, what was the other question? Uh, uh, bigger, bigger, bigger deal. Game. Uh, bigger deal. Bust loss, Rockets win. The Rockets win because everybody expected for the Bucks to do their thing. Like they expected for the Lakers to do their thing. Yeah, everybody got the Bucks and the Lakers. Yeah, it's a bigger deal for the Rockets. For the Rockets to go in there and pound Giannis them to get that win. Everybody rocking with the up with with, with, with the Bucks. Definitely a bigger deal. Definitely a bigger deal for the for the Rockets, man. Definitely a bigger deal. And that's my take. You boys better watch out for them Clippers, man. And, and quit riding with them Lakers. I know that. Did you I'm beside Bar Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, the future of the NBA, man. Watch out for the Celtics moving forward. Woo! Philly in the East, babe. Oh, Philly, they let a guy named Warren go for 53. <laughs> Talking about Things like that ain't going to happen Philly, all the time. They, I understand, but they 0-2 so far. They just got served a Philly steak, boy. They got turned into a Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> they was eating. Warren, T.J. Warren was eating. He had 50, was it, yeah, 53 yesterday on your Philadelphia 76ers. But it's still early. I understand. And I agree with you guys, with you, uh, SPG, about, about, uh, about Giannis with his decision-making. When the wall is up, he's going to have to become better with that and watch more film because Houston did do that. Shout-out to Russell Westbrook for facilitating and, and putting pressure on the D to open up shots for others because uh, – James Harden is not doing that, and Russell is. So that's a glimpse of what you can see, but it can be very, 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 uh, what you would call it, fool's goal when they run up against somebody like the Clippers who can match their size and still be effective inside. Concern about the Lakers? Ah, yes and no. Remember, 
They were playing the defending champions. Let's not disrespect the Raptors. I told you about Sialka. And I told you about my man, Laurie. He's a Philly kid. Those guys aren't going to go down without a swing. It's going to be very difficult for anyone to be the defending champs to come out of the East, whether it's Boston, whether it's Philly, whether it's Milwaukee, you have to go through Toronto in that bubble to come out the East. The Lakers, a little concerned. Why? Because Anthony Davis, he only took seven shots. Two for seven for 14 points. Two for seven. And you... Yes, it will. You want to know why? Because when you get physical with Anthony Davis, like Montreal Harrell will bring some energy, pushes him out. And I have to agree with OG, but he might not get 30. He might have have another breakout game like that in the playoffs. But you have to be consistent. And you have to carry. LeBron James is older. I'm expecting that from LeBron. 2010 rebounds, five assists, or... 20 points, 10 assists, 5 rebounds. I'm expecting that because I have AD and crucial points of the game playing a 5, and he should get more rebounds. However, we've questioned his toughness. We've questioned his aggression. And to be to gauge against the defending champions, it doesn't look good. And don't forget, Kawhi Leonard, also is a champion, not taking anything away from LeBron James. But Danny Green, two games versus the Raptors this year, 46 minutes, zero points, over 12 for shooting, over 10 from three. You might want to put him on the bench and put Deion Waiters in the starting lineup. So I'm little perturbed by the Lakers. However, it's a two-man race in the West, Clippers and Lakers, and we'll see in seven. It's this, man. It's Mayhem Monday. So like when we come back, we're going to discuss. I like how you put the Clippers first. <laughs> Clippers, like. <laughs> when we, when we come back. Shout out to shout out the West. Minor tweaks. 31 on. It's minor tweaks, man. Practice? That's what LeBron's sitting there. He's he giving you the Iverson. Practice? This is practice, man. We got first with the West. <laughs> about the NFL. Will there be a season? More guys opting out. We're going to get my guys the dream team take. It's the streets. Give us a call. 515-605-9370. And don't forget, world, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of Joking, no, 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 no,
I give up my nigga to give it up. Yeah, yo, double up, nigga, what you need? We got weed, it's P.O.D. Beats for the green leaf. Double up for the first to show, but it lay low. Because the fuck, fuck, beat when they roll so low. Break if you can't get away, but it's okay, yeah, yo. Keep your bank broke. Yeah. We have a celebration. Should I stay high?
give us a call, 515-605-9370. You can get into the asylum at 1245 when you're yelling at the Dream Team, Styles to God, T-Row, I-T-E, the OG, the Buck, the engineer of this thing, and I'm your host, L Boogie. Let's talk a little NFL, man. Our last take before we get the callers in. 43 players have opted out during this COVID-19 pandemic situation. So because of that, the NFL has wants to move up their deadline of players and coaches opting out. Because of that, defensive back from the New England Patriots, Cordy, he rips the NFL for this attempt to move up the deadline for the players to play. And speaking of coaches, Doug Peterson of the Philadelphia Eagles, the HC, the head coach has tested positive for the COVID-19. So because of this, I'm going to start with you, SCG. Are you in favor of McCarty ripping the NFL for this, or are you with the NFL for moving the ditch, wanting to move the deadline up? What's your take on this? Street. Man, I, I, I'm in favor of the NFL getting a bubble. That's what I'm in favor of. Think, uh, if, if, you, if you want these players to stop opting out and you want these players to feel safe and secure for themselves and their families' well-being, because that's why they're opting out, man. A lot of these players are rich and they're having babies, man. And 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 then a lot, a lot of them are also, yeah. you know, caring for their grandparents. You know, a lot of them are caring for their grandparents. And and their 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 parents, a lot of them parents are old, so these guys they, they live with these guys. So now these guys are home this whole time for the COVID. They're watching their grandparents and their loved ones and their young babies. And they they watching it and they watching the effect it's having on the world and what it's doing to people, and they don't feel no security for them because if it was them thinking for themselves and going out there for themselves, they would go play. But because you have family and you got these millionaires taking care of multiple people and and taking care of large households and whole families, they don't want to risk the families catching the COVID, them catching the COVID. So the NFL need to look into telling these guys so that they can opt back in that, listen, we are about to put together a family bubble, okay? You are only going to be allowed four people in, I would say, with you in this bubble. Outside of that, they got to get tested for the COVID if they're trying to get in this bubble. We got a store facility, we got a a facility secure away for all the ones that want to get in that's being tested, and they can sit there while they're being tested so we know ain't nothing going wrong. But that's what the NFL got to do. Devin McCourty can say what he want. The NFL can say what they want. If they don't put together a bubble like soccer and basketball to secure the safety for these guys' families and themselves, there won't be no NFL. That's just the bottom line. That's my take on that. Oh, the Buck, we know you've been very vocal about this situation. Think about the NFL wanting to move the, the opt-out deadline up. And it's just Devin McCourty have a point for lashing out at the NFL. 
Man, I'm going to tell you, like I've been telling y'all, the NFL will not have a full season. They won't have a full season, man. They don't have nothing. They don't have no dialogue. They don't have no protocols. Man, they trying to move the deadline up from when it was supposed to be because they don't got their shit in order. You want to know who I really feel bad for, man? I feel bad for all the COVID people affecting the COVID. I hope us, uh, uh, Peterson gets better the head coach that called it. You know, my personal friends, man, myself, I got tested Friday. I feel for all of us. But that's who I feel for the most, fellas. I feel for Cam Newton. Man, this is about to be Cam Newton's year. This is about to be his year, fellas. And his whole team done quit on him. Poor Cam Newton. What are you going to do, man? He got to carry the whole team himself. I bet you one guy don't opt out and be Cam Newton. My my prayers go out to, of course, all the people that that's that's sick and got this thing. That I ain't boy, I ain't I ain't gonna play with that. But my for my for my cigarette goes out to Cam Newton, man. Don't worry, Cam. I got your back. I got your back. And that's my face. <laughs> we up against it four minutes ago. Let's go with it. Just busting shots all day. All I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna put it in street from a street perspective. Has anyone ever been to a federal penitent, a federal penitentiary institution? You might have to turn it into that. You can only go to the facility to work out. You can only stay at one spot to live, hotel, and you have a visiting list, and that visiting list gets cleared. And you can only go to the away games and the home games, and you can't go out. I'm sorry. You can't go out when you're on the, on the road. That's the only way it can happen. You got to treat it like you in the feds, baby. Get a visiting list. Get them cleared, and you can only go to three spots. The facility, the hotel, and the stadium, whether it's home or away. I'm sorry. That's how you got to do it for 18 to 21 weeks. It's the street. Give us a call. I don't think the NFL is wrong because we all know it's the next man up, and somebody is willing to put their life on the line. I need to know. I need to know real quick. Like we can't wait to the we we can't wait to after the four preseason games that were scheduled. We gave you that, so you got to give me something in return. Quickly expedite your your decision. It's the streets, man. Give us a call. I need to give you Roger Goodell's number, man. You need to call, you need to call Roger Goodell. You need man. to be on the NFL committee. They need to holler at me. They, they need, need to holler at me, man. They need to holler at Boogie, man. They need to fly me a kite. 
give us a call. <laughs> 515-605-9370. You rocking with the Dream Team. I'm your host, L Boogie. Styles of God, ICET Row, Engineer OG the Buck. Get with us, man. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. We back in the building. Give us a call. We're going to see who's going to rock in the asylum. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. Let's go. The hottest trip was Patino, mixing B-Long with Valentino. I wore a pink arranger for the Vino. I keep a G like it's Tensinos. I take the beat just like I'm Devo. I shoot my shot like a free throw. Opportunity to be knocking at your door, but nigga was blocking the keyhole. One and a half on the wedding. I bet she never forget it. I bet you niggas are deadly. Tell your let's just forget it. I got my niggas on call. You got some niggas on style. Pay no attention to y'all. Got you my cushion to fall. Rich up me up, yeah. That's on me, baby. They bitch call 150. And I bought three, baby. You know what's going on. Stop texting me, baby. I'm the big dog. You need to flee, baby. <laughs> Yellow bees in my dog. See how this shit I got on with a splash of expensive cologne. Got her all in the zone. Slurping the sits in the mo. Switch up a hit in the home and she want it. Be gone for a while and be on in a moment. Don't rap at me, walk right up on the opponent. For rapping and trapping, I'm truly the king. It's still trying to see how I do everything. From movies to business to politics, real estate. Used to say rich with the shit on the interstate. Now I make moves to make sure my kids are straight. Hold up, let me get this straight. Her giraffe should be worried about the ways of a turtle. One eat from the trees and one eat from the dirt. You tough on your Song, but you timid in person. This shit counterfeit shit get paid for your verses. They be so good, make her go in a purse. Then how I find out Pee Wee went in a purse. Now all the demand is all I deserve. Came in the bitch and I had in my waist. Go down for respect, let get that out the way. Looking for smoke, you can have it your way. But patient to spare, I don't have it to play. And beside that, nigga, that trap on the way. Right on me. That's on me, baby. Yeah. That's on me, baby. Yeah. That's on me, baby. Yeah. Me, nigga, be lying on me. That's on me, baby. That's on me, baby. That's on me, baby. Hey, race on me, I keep the blue strip. She licking on me like cool whip. Left my hoe, I got a new bitch. New bitch, new Bentley on my truck. Might get the lamb truck too. Who got a new chopper finna shoot? Got a bitch jumping through the hoops. Got a money racket to the roof. I got your girl, she on me. She on me. She bad, I can't leave her lonely. Why the roly looking phony? Why these niggas tryna clone me? Drip, drip. I get that thing on my hip. She bad, might get a tip. tip. Honey's on me, make a flip. flip. Ooh, she slipping like spring water. You a trick, but a bag on her. I can't trip, I got cash on me. I was broke, had no racks on me. Ooh, pull up like the men in black. Made back in the back of the back. I was broke, had to keep me in sack. She was calling, so I might call her back. My dog in front of me tonight, and I ain't never look back. Never look back. Keeps in the mood, saying look like cook crack. Wait, oh, wait. G laying on the G, shoes, quarter key. I'm all about the alphabet, watch, cost, cover, beat. Got some music, took a ladder straight across the state line. My dog just hit me from the fed, talk to him, face down. Hello? Yeah, pussy's hating on the G. Streets waiting on the G. Bad bitch in my room, about to pop that pussy like Don P. Go hard, no sleep. No sleep. Valentine's on my feet. Real hustler. 1.5 on the counter next week. That's the way I was raised. Keep it G, baby. G, baby. G for that Javanti. That's on me, baby. That's on me, baby. That's on me, baby. That's on me, baby. Keep that out of on me. Yeah, that's on me, baby. That's on me, baby. That's on me, baby. These niggas don't play on my contract. They got heat. 
That's the bottom line, no matter what. Sure, they didn't plan this out perfectly. The one thing I thought they did get right was giving the players an opportunity to opt out and financially supporting them if they opt out, if, if, if the COVID-19 was one of their one of their issues. I think that's the only thing that they truly got right. But you got to understand, the majority of the owners are 45 supporters. They've given him a, a ton of money and think they bought into his hysteria. And their way of showing support is making sure that the game continues. Now, the safety of the game is not their concern. Think about it. When they had the issue with the brain injuries, how long did it take for them to finally acknowledge that because of the contact and the equipment, that was causing the problem? They tried, they tried to hide from that issue for a number of years. It's that, and I think I talked to you guys about this the last time I called you, it's that plantation mentality. They feel as though we can do to the players whatever we want to, but they never expected, one, you have an epidemic that's spreading throughout the world, not just this country, but the world, and you've got Black Lives Matter, which is taking on a totally different turn than when it was first initiated about four or five years ago. And that places a lot of pressure on them. And that's why you see a lot of the black athletes, the more older, mature black athletes are speaking out against it. And, and they're making, they're making concrete choices because they kind of know they got the NFL over a barrel, but they also know that the NFL has been this, it's like the mob. They run things a certain way. And how do you get their attention? So this is, I don't think it's going to end good. I think the season at some point may end. But I think it's such a, you know, you can't compare it to the NBA. You can do a bubble in the NBA and get away with it. Because of the players, if they, if they, you know, the players have a great union. They, they put in all the necessary protections. Um, mostly all the, uh, the owners and the commissioner are on the same page. So it was, it was a doable situation. Look at baseball. Baseball's a mess. Union doesn't like the president, doesn't like the, um, does not like the commissioner. The commissioner doesn't like the players. And it's just a mess. You got some teams playing, some teams not playing, and that's going to end bad. So um, that's just my take on the NFL. Uh, as far as the NBA, they've only played two games. I, I can't base any opinion on, on two games. I mean, they beat the Clippers. You talk about the Lakers, they beat the Clippers, they lose to Toronto. I mean, you're in a bubble. You have no fans. You you have to base everything and build everything off the camaraderie of the ten or twelve guys you have on your team. If you if you're having issues with that and you're trying to fit all the pieces together, you're not going to fit all the pieces together in two or three two or three practices and a couple of exhibition games. It's going to take time, and you'll see as you get into the playoffs 
and, and, it, and, it's, and it happens in any regular season. When you get into the playoffs, it's a different game. It's played differently. It's officiated differently. And the players address the game differently. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be alarmed by a team playing well, and I wouldn't be alarmed by a team playing bad. I just want to see what happens when it gets in the playoffs, and then I judge it based on that. Um, the young man that didn't kneel, he has his right to not kneel. I mean, we, we go back to Cap and his whole premise for doing it. He was not trying to, to, to make everyone do as he did. He just wanted to bring attention to a problem, okay? We brought attention to that problem. Now, is the kneeling going to solve the problem? No. The kneeling is just a symbol. The actual work is done is what you do and your commitment. Like LeBron said, I don't have to put my name or I don't have to put no saying on the back of my jersey. The proof is in what I do. And a lot of players feel that same way. And I think that's why you didn't see a whole lot of backlash against the young man because, you know, he has the right to those feelings. And I think we just need to move it forward on that one and uh, just accept that people are not going to agree I mean, it's just life. You know, this is what our country is based upon. You know, everyone has different opinions and different ideas. So we have to move forward and continue to know what our focus are, focus is, and um, we'll get there. We'll get there. Maybe not in my lifetime, but we'll get there because the movement has shown a lot of promise, and people are putting the right energy in it. And now that you've gotten a lot of the – more high-priced athletes showing that they have some commitment not only to society but to their race, I, I think there's a, there's a great opportunity for something real positive to happen with this. The topic that, we were talking, that you guys were talking about? That was basically it. And what was it? Was it a bigger deal? Like you said, it wasn't no big deal that the Bucks lost or Rockets won. No, no, no. I, I don't worry. I don't worry. I mean, you got to think about these guys, man. These are high-level athletes. These are guys that focus in on their craft. They have a, a great skill set, and they're financially able to do things that the normal athlete can't do. I mean, if you went to LeBron's house and you looked at all the equipment he has just to maintain for 17 years, not many athletes have that or can't even afford that. And to take the time to focus, and I always go back to a story I tell people all the time about LeBron, and that's when I knew he was going to be great. When I was coaching at Rhodes, and we scrimmaged them every summer, because I wanted, you know, I got to play against the best. I want to see how good my team is. And my team that went to the regionals, we scrimmaged them one summer, and um, LeBron did what LeBron normally does. So we finished the scrimmage, two-hour scrimmage. My guys, you know, teenagers, they sitting around kicking it. You know, they, you know, looking at the little girls that's in the gym. But I'm watching LeBron. LeBron grabs a manager, goes down to the far end of the court, and I'm not lying, he works out by himself for an hour and a half. Now, he's 17 years old. 
He worked out for a straight hour and a half. And I finally pulled my guys aside and said, look at this. I said, you all talk about how great you want to be and how you're going to play this and do this. That's how you get there. So the focus has always been there. Okay? And, and he's, he's not the only one that has that kind of laser focus. That most of your premier players have that laser focus. So you don't, you don't worry about guys like that because you know they're going to be around when, when, the, when the horn blows. They'll be around and they'll be ready. Three. Couple of things. Man, we so, thank you, Scott. I just want to dive in on, uh, if I can. Go ahead. Uh, I agree. When you talk about LeBron having the state-of-the-art equipment, you know, guys can't afford the equipment he has. I agree, but I disagree. You know, a lot of players can probably not the exact equipment he has, but a lot of players can afford themselves good workout rooms and, and good workout equipment. But like you said, more in your piece at the AAU tournament, you have to have the determination within to want to get on those weights and work out hour and a half and two hours a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can have all the equipment. I know cats ain't got a dime. They got a workbench in their in in garage, and they don't never hit the workbench. You know, you know what I mean? So, to, you know, just to basically, you know, solidify your point. You made, made, made another great point like you always do. But if you ain't got the commitment like a LeBron has to get on those state-of-art equipment all the time, yeah, it don't even matter. And so well, my man, uh, go ahead. No, so like I said, I mean, you know, when he goes in the gym at 17 years old and works out for an hour and a half right. by himself, that's commitment. I mean, there's no, right. there's no other way to describe it now. You mentioned one of the one of the sore spots in, for me as a coach is AAU. I mean, AAU is over-sensationalized. Kids are not learning. Kids are right. learning bad skills. They're learning they're learning bad aspects of how to play the game. And it's only because AAU is so tied with all the shoe companies, and they're so tied to that that almighty dollar that they forget that you're training young men, but you're treating them as if they're a commodity for you. And as a commodity, they're looking for, okay, if I have, if I have 10 and they're not the best 10, then I'm going to go out and find me another 10. And you look at sometimes the damage you do to kids. Sometimes. Some kids, they get caught. They, they look at these publications and they read their names, and they're like, oh, I'm this and I'm that. Or I play for this and I play for that. But then their spirits get broken as soon as they're told no. And I think that's, that is – I applaud parents that won't let their kids play AAU because I think you can do more for your child without putting them in that environment. They're going to eventually have to be in that environment if, they, if they're going to play at the highest level. They're, they're, they're going to have time for that. When you're an adult and you're grown, you you can deal with that. That's your responsibility as an adult. But as, right. as a 12 year old, a 13 year old, that's a whole lot of pressure, man. And these publications, right. you're ranking guys, you're ranking kids in the fifth grade. I don't hell, you're in the fifth grade. Who knows what you're <laughs> going to be by the time you get to the ninth grade? Right. I used to tell all my freshmen, I'm like, look look at the publications. 
and look at all the names, and when you're a senior, see how many of those names are still around. I bet you 75% right. of them have disappeared for whatever reason. They either got in trouble or they, everyone caught up to them or they just got burned out. And look, at, look at Damon Bailey at Indiana. They, were, they, were, they had him in the NBA when he was in the seventh grade. As soon as he got to the league, what did he do? Fizzled out. And what was his reason? He said, man, I played so much basketball, I would just burn out. I couldn't play. I couldn't get up the motivation anymore to play. So it's great point. Guy, you're a big AAU guy. You think you are highly ranked around the country? You want to dive in on any of the AAU? Nah, he he hitting it on the head. I mean, that's that was the reason why I started my program because I just you know I come from the old school where I didn't have. I didn't get the trainers. I didn't get nobody to feed me the ball until I became someone. You get what I'm saying? I didn't get luxury treatment until I earned it. So I had to, you know, I was one of the kids going out there grinding, doing everything I seen on TV, doing everything I seen Steve Francis do, uh, what I just watched Dr. J do on rerun on the classics. or You know, so I worked from the bottom up and understood the grind and how to become great. And I also have friends that wasn't as good as basketball players in the beginning and became very good basketball players up in the end. So I understand that it's all about the work you put in, about who you're going to become in the basketball player. So I'm at Florida and these programs, man, and they just – they want the athletes, man. they like, you know, hey, coach, don't – nah, let him go ahead, coach. We got this kid over here. Listen, coach, nah, let him, let him do that, coach, because we need him on game day. And I'm looking like – Man, we can't let him do that because he we set an example for the other kids coming up underneath him. And, you know, it's basically a five-on-five, couple drills, and we go on to play, you know. And we can't be great that way. You know, I'm a guy that, like, I want my kids to work. I don't care about the talent. So I basically took all Florida's trash and they go um, because of the work ethic, you know. I took my feet and flew to my 20, 30, 40 in the beginning. And um, ultimately, I took these kids and, you know, became a, a, a decent winning program, man. And a lot, I, I've watched it, man. Over, there's over 70 teams throughout Florida. It's humongous AAU basketball down there. And I, I say out of that 70, it's probably four or five programs that's developing, and two of them is in my camp. You get what I'm saying? So it's terrible exactly. how they're doing these kids, man. It's terrible. It's terrible how they're doing them. Yeah, it's it's, it's a disgrace. Well, yeah, we we talk about it all the time, and uh, it it it's, it it shows. And I tell people all the time, do not the parents do not bank on your kid. The stars have to line up, an opportunity has to be there, and you have to be at the right place at the right time. Uh, and everybody isn't LeBron James, <laughs> and that's the problem. Everybody wants the next LeBron James. So, you know, bitch, we, got, we got that problem in Ohio. And uh, we got yeah. several, it's, they assume that they're gurus of basketball and they think they know what's going <laughs> to kids. And all they're doing is abusing kids. And it's, it's a sad scenario. And they're doing it in many different ways. Some are doing it by just using the kid and 
throwing them in these big time tournaments, and, and they're not ready. But they play them anyway because of the exposure. And on top of that, you got these these kids that these AAU founders or organizers who know they're not going to win. So what do they do? They just go out and collect as many kids as you can, collect their money, maybe put two or three prima donna kids to play along with them. Uh, they get out of pool every now and then, but in the end, who's profiting? The organizers. Because he's got he's got twelve kids out of the twelve kids, ten are paying full price. And you're telling these parents you go out of these suburbs and you tell these parents, Hey, your kid's gonna do this, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. But a lot of times these organizers are putting on, putting in tournaments, they can't even win their own tournament. <laughs> See I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call any names, but there's one person in particular in the state of Ohio who I think is just he just murdered basketball. But as long as the parents keep paying I have money, an idea who you're talking about. <laughs> right. As, as long as the parents keep paying the money. I had parents call me. They're like, Coach, what should I do with my kids? So and so is asking me to I said, Ma'am or or sir, please don't do that to you. Right. You need to properly evaluate your son. You know, you don't have to be a basketball guru to, to properly evaluate your son or daughter. You can go out and watch them play. You'll know just from when they're playing against competition. You'll know. I mean, you got that's where you got to be honest with yourself. Don't believe someone else telling you what's in the best interest for your child. I mean, just like, you know, we're having an issue with football now where football coaches are mad because the state says one thing and the Ohio Department of Health says another thing and the Ohio Department of Health wants kids to be tested. Hey, they're doing it for your best interest. You want to throw them out on the field and everybody gets COVID and then you got four or five kids who could die based because right. based on you not taking the proper precautions because they want to play football. Man, come on now. What's more important, football or life? Right. We, we right. You can't lose your focus. You know, when I had I, I want to ask you this, man, Huh? Go ahead, Skull. Yeah, when I had you, when you were a young man, it wasn't all about basketball, and you know that. You didn't like right. it. Because my thing was, where are you going to be in 10, 12 years from now? Not what you're doing now. What you're doing now is great. I love it. I get just as excited as you do, but I get even more excited when you call me 15, 20 years from now, and you don't thank me. You just tell me you're doing good things, and you ain't got to be a millionaire, billionaire. You just got to be a person that's maintaining in life and doing the best you can, and if if that's what I've accomplished, then that's what I want. That's what's up. Man, we're going to end this segment on that, man. What a take. Scholar Skull, as usual, man. When we come back, we got to give you the big dummy of the day. And Skull, don't forget, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. It's the street. (laughs) Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. 12 p.m. Eastern Time. It's L Boogie, Styles of God, T Row, ICE, OG the Buck. What a take. 
When we come back, you know what time it is. Big dummy of the day. It's the street. Let's go. First things first, I pop freaks all the honey, dummies, playboy bunnies, those wanting money, those the ones I like cause they don't get nathan but penetration, unless it smells like sanitation, garbage I turn like doorknobs, heart throb never, black and ugly as ever, however, I say Gucci down to the socks. Rings and watch filled with rock. Uh, and my jam not in your Mitsubishi. Girls pee pee when they see me. Uh, Never hoes creep me in they pee pee. Uh, as I lay down laws like Island Coffee. Stop uh, it. If you think they're gonna make a profit, don't see my ones, don't see my guns. Get it? Now tell your friends, Papa hit it, uh, then split it in two. As I flow with the junior mafia, uh, I don't know what the hell's stopping ya. I'm clocking ya. Versace shade watching ya. Once the grin, I'm in game begin. Uh, first I talk about. How I dress is zips and diamond necklaces Stretch Lexus is the second Just immaculate from the back I get deeper and deeper Help you reach the climax that your man can't make Call him, tell him you'll be home real late And sing the break, uh. I got that good love, girl, you didn't know Until I handle my biz, there I is uh, Major pain like Damon Wayne uh-huh. Low down dirty even like his brother Ooh, Keenan Demon yeah. uh, Don't leave your girl around me, true player for real Act Puff that D You ring your bells with bags from Chanel Baby Ben straight Ooh, in your Hyundai XL Fully uh, equipped, CD changer with the cell She beat me, meet me at 12 Where you at? Flipping job, playing car notes while I'm swimming in your women like the breaststroke Right stroke, left stroke, what's the best stroke? Death stroke, tongue all down the throat uh-huh. Nothing left to do but send her home to you I'm through, can you sing the song for me, boo? I got that good love, girl, you didn't know I got that good love, girl, you didn't know I got that good Cruise the world with talk for the Giving it to you from the street perspective. We come to you Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Give us a call, 515-605-9370. It's Mayhem Monday. We in the future, bitch. We've come to that time of the show. You big dummy of the day. STG, let us have it. Man. So, Barack Obama, he allowed us, Section 8, housing families to be able to take our Section 8 and move into the suburbs. So he, he made that act possible for us as minorities, because we know mostly minorities is on Section 8, right? So, and with Barack Obama doing this, 
it helps us out. It upgrades us a little bit. It helps us look decent. It helps us join the middle class. Donald, orange face, Bart Simpson head, bad toupee to the right and left. You never know which way you're going to see it when you come on TV. This man said he do not agree with low-income housing families living in the suburbs. Keep them in the suburbs. He said, you know the suburb people fight all of their lives to get into the suburbs and have a beautiful home. Trump said during the Midland, Texas, there will be no more low-income housing forced into the suburbs. It's been going on for too many years. I've seen conflict for years. It's been a hell of it's been hell for the suburbia. Man, orange face. It's you that is the problem, orange face. You are today's biggest dummy of the day. He did it again. Man, we he did, did it again. again. What a not, show. Not, 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 that, no, no, Trump did it again. He trying to keep us locked in, man. Trump, Trump a mess. Trump. I don't want to live next to him anyway. Ain't no good cookout food. Man. Ain't no good cookout no. food. No. No bar. Yeah, never have a cookout next to, next, to, next to Orange Face. Yeah, she's right. Man, you got it. Great one, though, STG. Gotta give you credit, man. Good dummy of the day, bro. Yeah, it's that time of the show. We done ran out of, out of change. And, and so it's time to put some gas in the car, get behind the wheel, and get out of here. STG, got any shout outs before we hit the road? Yeah, man. Shout out to what they call the low income houses. Shout out to the hood, man. Everywhere across the world, man. Shout out to every hood representing everybody living in the hood. And we keeping it gangster. We keeping it 100. We having barbecues, great food with great seasoning. We raising great kids. They're becoming great athletes. We're inventing. We are building out here. Shout out to the coach. Let's go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Woo! Oh, gee, the buck, the engineer of this thing. You got any shout-outs before we get out of here? Shout-out the world. Shout-out all the callers, man. Appreciate you, Javier. Appreciate it, man. Always coming with the fire. Shout-out to my man, Scholar Go. Scholar Scope who came in with the heat today, man. Shout out to Gomez, man. B-Dub with the Toast Foundation. Shout out all the callers, man. Trill straight. Always call in all the listeners, man. We do it because of y'all, man. We really appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Wow. Mayhem Monday. See you guys on Wild Out Wednesday. Shout out to Dream Team, man. SCG, ICE, 
T. Rowe, my man Boogie. Shout out all the essential workers, man, that's keeping us safe, man. Shout out all, all of you. Appreciate it, man. We really, really, really appreciate it. I'm all I'm going to say is uh, stay safe. Practice social distancing, man. But like you say, maybe your very own. The whole world. Do another thing for me. Picture me rolling. Man, I just want to give a shout out to all the streets all around the world that be tuning in, listening to us from 12 p.m. to about 1.30, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Shout out to blogtalkradio.com, man, for letting us get on. Go to Category Sports, Search Box, The Streets is Talking. Shout out to the Dream Team, Styles of God, T-Roll, STG, my best friend, the engineer, OG the Buck. Shout out to all my guys down in the field, man. Jay Bird, my man Roy, Cut, Rashad, my man Beard, hey man, my man Jonesy, his uncle, man, had a dope party over the weekend. The rain couldn't stop it. You know what I mean? Uncle JBJ, man. You know what I mean? And they practice social distancing, no doubt. And I want to just want to give a shout out to Love, Hope, and as always, world, keep inspiring us and keep us in your prayers as we do you. You know what I mean? And tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girls that we rolling. No doubt. See you Wednesday. And we rollin' out All the niggas up in the field blocks I told y'all niggas when I come home That's right, nigga Picture me rollin' Oh, I forgot The DA That bitch had a lot to talk about Can the hoes see me from here? Can you see me, huh? Picture me rollin' And all you punk police Can you see me? Am I clear to you? Picture me rolling, nigga. Legit. Free like OJ all day. Can't stop You know I got my niggas up in this motherfucker. Manu, Pain, Sight, Mogo, Mogwain. Sad dog, sad. Can you picture us rolling? Can you see me rolling? <laughs> Is y'all ready for me? Anytime y'all want to see me again, rewind this track right here, close your eyes, and picture me rolling.